Welcome back to the Bitcoin layer. Today we're talking about how the bank failures as of recently may ignite yet another commercial real estate crisis here in America. So let's dive in. Before we get started, I want to break it down pretty simply. So there are three key components to what is going on within commercial real estate. First and foremost, lenders are backing away. Lenders are backing away from actually creating new credit and they're tightening loan standards for existing and new credit. So lenders are backing away and loan standards are getting much, much tighter. So obviously rates have risen over the course of the last year by a very staggering degree. And now commercial real estate uh, owners, property developers are facing mortgage rates on commercial real estate property of up to 15%, 7% to 15%. That is the range that I have seen on new and existing uh, real estate debt. And number three is vacancies, right? So revenue is being slashed as office vacancies rise to actually their highest level ever here in the United States. Nearly one fifth of all US office space in cities is completely vacant, which is slashing revenue. So lenders are backing away, revenues are tanking and in the toilet, loan standards are very, very tight. And of course, that debt has to be rolled eventually and with loan terms of five to 10 years when it comes to a lot of this debt, there is a very looming maturity well. So we'll get into all of it up next. But first, a word from our sponsor, the Passport. Passport is a Bitcoin hardware wallet that you already know how to use. With a gorgeous design and a sleek interface, Passport makes it easier than ever to self-custody your Bitcoin. Guys, if you've been on the fence about Bitcoin hardware wallets because they look clunky and confusing and you just don't want to have to deal with it, Believe you me, this is the easiest to use Bitcoin hardware wallet out there. It connects directly to your phone. You can move balances into and out of your cold storage. It is fast, it is easy, it's extremely simple to set up. I'm telling you, if you've been on the fence, now is your chance. You can get $10 off when you use code BitcoinLayer at foundationdevices.com or you can go to the bitcoinlayer.com slash foundation. You can find that link in our description down below. Now, back with the video. So let's talk about the first fragile aspect of commercial real estate that can make it the next victim of this credit crunch that the Fed is, of course, trying to induce in order to bring down inflation. And that is banks are failing and they're backing away from lending to commercial real estate. We know that there have been many, many bank failures as of late. And of course, you know, one of the components behind this is losses on their securities holdings. And then as a function of that, depositors get scared in the social media era, they find out about it very fast and bank runs ensue. In fact, last week, small banks had their largest single week outflow of deposits since the great financial crisis since 2007. So people haven't been this fearful of putting their money in banks since the last great recession. Last week, mall deposits that exited banks, you can see this chart right up here, was an outflow of $133 billion. And so obviously, what do banks do? They take in deposits and they create loans and they also invest in securities, but primarily they have loan books, they extend loans. And when their deposits fall, right, when a deposit outflows are so immense like they are now, that obviously tightens credit availability for consumers, for businesses and property developers alike. And it's already projected that commercial real estate lending is going to fall by 40% this year. That is staggering, right? Very, very tight loan standards for existing property developers and also would-be property developers, right? So you can take a look at this chart here. Banks have already begun reducing their commercial real estate lending across all sectors, right? Whether it's apartment, hotel, industrial, retail, office space, lenders are backing away and that's pretty visible here. And we're going to start to see that the effects of that uh, in prices very, very soon. So commercial real estate owners, they're now not only dealing with higher interest rates as the Fed has hiked all throughout last year, but also lenders are backing away. 
that's not good. So who are the banks that actually are responsible for a lot of this lending? Well, it's the banks that are already failing. It is the small regional banks. These banks are obviously more susceptible to bank runs and the Fed has already stepped in with several emergency liquidity facilities. But of course, as these banks are in distress, depositors are leaving en masse, they're much more fearful and much less likely to extend credit creating new loans, writing new mortgages. If they're going to do it, they're going to do it less and they're going to do it at a much higher rate, at a much higher mortgage rate. And who are the banks that actually hold a lot of these? As I said, they're smaller regional banks. They own, as you can see in this chart here, 70% of outstanding commercial real estate loans. So these small banks that are already failing are now, they are the main financiers of commercial real estate. Not good news if you're a property developer, right? It's going to be much, much harder to actually roll your debt at a reasonable rate. The second issue that is facing commercial real estate here in the United States is vacancies. Vacancies in US Metro office space are at their highest level ever. You can see here on this chart, vacant office space in the US cities there is at its highest level ever of 18.7%. So for those of you who aren't math wizards, right? No rent is being paid on roughly one fifth of all United States office space. That is massive. That means cash flows are getting squeezed, right? Cash flows have eroded to a extreme degree. And after the pandemic, people just simply are not returning to office space. Businesses have found that it's just as easy oftentimes to run your business from home and remotely and assemble a team that way than have an office for it. And any productivity shortfalls that you will have with your business, you will recoup with the money that you save on office space. So people just aren't returning to the office. And as such, one fifth of the office space in the United States is vacant. So revenue is in the toilet. We already know that banks are failing. And so lenders are going belly up, which means they're tightening their lending standards. Rates are through the stratosphere, right? Uh, anywhere from when they were close to two and 3% for a five to 10 year term. Now they are 10%, 15%. And uh, the majority of commercial real estate developers and property owners simply will not be able to stomach these rates, given the fact that they are, they are now completely strapped for cash flow as vacancies rise. And to add insult to injury, there is a massive, massive maturity wall that is coming up. This is the third issue that is facing commercial real estate, this huge maturity wall that is approaching. In the next year, all of commercial real estate debt, $317 billion worth of commercial real estate debt is maturing now through the end of 2024. That is a massive maturity wall. This year and next, there is a lot of commercial real estate debt that is set to mature. And when this debt matures, it has to be rolled over. New debt has to be taken on in order for the lease to continue for this commercial real estate. And unfortunately for many of these developers, again, who are facing much higher rates, right? Sometimes, you know, uh, three, four, five times larger than the rate that they financed that previously for their previous loan, many are just going to choose to default, right? After this maturity wall comes up. Reason being, right? We take a look at things like the debt service ratio, um, which is, you know, the, the revenue uh, versus the ability to uh, actually service that debt. Revenue can barely cover loan payments, right? Let alone the, you know, the, the cost of utilities and the other expenses associated with owning these massive office buildings. And this has already started to create repayment problems for commercial real estate debt. We've already started to see delinquencies in past due loans. Of the $162 billion, roughly, of total commercial real estate debt that's set to mature this year, there's already $35 billion in outstanding debt that is past due. And what happens when that debt is past due and the borrower defaults, well, that gets reclaimed by the lender, that gets reclaimed by the banks, 
and the, that office space and those office assets are liquidated in order to pay it down. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Foundation Devices. Passport is the Bitcoin hardware wallet that you already know how to use. With a gorgeous design and familiar interface, Passport makes it easier than ever to self-custody your Bitcoin. Take a look. This is an absolutely beautiful device. No more sitting at your computer or squinting at tiny screens. Passport, this small device that fits in the palm of your hand right here, it seamlessly connects to your phone and empowers you to quickly view your balances and move Bitcoin into and out of cold storage. And today we're offering a special deal. You can use the code BitcoinLayer for $10 off your own Passport when you receive checkout or you can go to the link in our description to learn more. Now, back to the video. So how big is this, right? How exactly big is this? Well, there's $2.9 trillion, you can see on this chart here, $2.925 trillion of commercial real estate debt outstanding. Now, this is for the $20 trillion commercial real estate market. So forced selling within commercial real estate could cause some serious impairment across all of commercial real estate, right? And again, who are the lenders? Who are the most prominent lenders, right? If defaults occur, where does the damage happen? Well, regional banks. Regional banks are the primary lenders for commercial real estate. We already know they hold the outstanding loans, but in 2022, they accounted for 27% of new commercial real estate loans. Take a look at this chart. Over the last many, many years, they've taken on a higher and higher and more prominent role in actually lending to commercial real estate developers. So commercial real estate, who is very embattled, who is facing a maturity wall and is likely to see a slew of defaults as a result of low revenue and tighter lending standards, that will cause some serious impairment to these smaller regional banks who make up an outsized portion of this lending activity. So commercial real estate default, that means small banks begin to default, which leads to further tightening of lending standards, which leads to more commercial real estate loan default, more bank failures. You begin to see the picture here. This is a proper doom loop and a doom loop that is very much viable and has a lot of potential to actually occur here in the next year as this massive maturity wall looms. And this has already started occurring. Take a look at this chart here. Commercial real estate prices in the United States are already down 5%. So this process is already starting to turn of people selling these massive overly valued properties onto a market that doesn't have a lot of demand, right? The, the demand in the commercial real estate market, again, I mentioned how high mortgage rates are and just how tight credit is across the entire economy as this credit crunch is underway commercial real estate simply doesn't have enough demand to absorb all of the supply that is now coming onto the market at an accelerating pace. Take a look at this chart here. Office space has seen its third worst quarter of sales volume since the 2008 financial crisis. Nobody's buying new office space, right, as these vacancies rise, but also other commercial real estate, apartments, hotels, multifamily housing. All of these things are set to face massive downward price pressure and not a very liquid market to come in uh, that's high demand enough and scoop it all up and prevent prices, quite frankly, cratering. According to JP Morgan, the total amount of at-risk commercial real estate debt in 2022 is $38 billion. That is a tremendous degree of distressed debt. If you recall that $162 billion figure I gave you earlier, this figure represents about 21% of total outstanding commercial real estate debt that could be at risk of default. Whoa, Nelly. What's the market's reaction to this? Well, frankly, they're sort of setting up for another big short scenario. They're, they're selling whatever they can that has commercial real estate exposure, sort of betting against commercial real estate, right? I just mentioned uh, more than one fifth of total outstanding commercial real estate debt is potentially at risk of default. 
If you'll take a look at this figure here, this is 2022 commercial mortgage-backed securities volume. And as you can see here, $40.1 billion worth of private label CMBS or commercial mortgage-backed securities priced at this time in 2022, which is 84.3% lower year over year. That is quite remarkable, right? This shows a severe lack of demand for commercial mortgage-backed securities, which is sort of yet another implicit bet that against the commercial real estate market, right? People don't want to essentially uh, get these cash flows by purchasing commercial mortgage-backed securities because they're betting many borrowers won't be able to make these payments and make these fixed income instruments worth anything. So these commercial mortgage-backed securities where you buy it and then you get the cash flows from that mortgage are selling off very, very precipitously, which is obviously a tailwind for loan creation. As people buy CMBS, more loans can get extended, which yet again, tightens lending standards even more, but just goes to show how short the market is positioned against commercial real estate. Take a look at the CMBS index here, index of commercial mortgage-backed securities. And this is the triple B minus tranche, right? So this is a lower rated tranche of the CMBS commercial mortgages that are extended to lower quality borrowers. And people are betting that these lower quality borrowers probably won't be able to make their loan payments as easily. CMBX has now sold off to 69 cents on the dollar in the last year from basically $1, right? So there's a crisis brewing. There's a crisis brewing and the market is effectively pricing that there is a crisis brewing. The credit crunch, right, that we are in right now, this is a deliberate measure by the Fed in order to slow down economic activity, right? The Fed is a very limited set of tools. When you're a hammer, everything else looks like a nail. And unfortunately, the only way that the Fed can slow down inflation is by slowing down growth. And the only way that they can slow down global growth is by slowing down credit creation. Remember what I said at the start of this video, in a credit-based economy, in a credit-based financial system, growth is incumbent on new credit creation. And as banks fail, and inevitably commercial real estate property developers end up defaulting on their loans because of how tight these standards are, it's gonna create this self-reinforcing feedback loop of lower and lower and lower credit creation, right? Commercial real estate is really, really primed for this somewhat devastating event, but that doesn't preclude the rest of the economy from being safe either, right? This credit crunch is coming for just about everything. Uh, as banks fail, right, they extend less credit to businesses, to consumers, and this is very disinflationary, if not deflationary. So, of course, we're going to be covering more commercial real estate, more on the credit crunch uh, as credit stress continues elevating. And of course, this continues to unravel all throughout 2022 in the coming six to nine months. So keep it here at the Bitcoin layer for all of that coverage as per usual on Bitcoin through a global macro lens. That's all for today. Take care, guys. And again, a special thanks to Passport for sponsoring this video. Foundation Devices is a fantastic company and they make an extremely beautiful device. As you can see here, it is an absolutely remarkable piece of work. It is the best in class design for a Bitcoin hardware wallet. And if you have been on the fence about taking your Bitcoin into self-custody, now's the time. Not only are you getting a sweet deal, but this is the best device on the market for ease of use and easily putting your Bitcoin into cold storage if you've been on the fence. You can use code BitcoinLayer at checkout. You can go to the bitcoinlayer.com slash foundation or use the link in our description. Take care, guys.